I think the subreddit for Kira would be even wilder than we think it would be because it would be full of like people bringing in like tips on who to murder. And then there would be a subsection of people like doxing the tippers. Um, There would be like Kira BuzzFeed personality quizzes. Like which of Kira's victims are you? (laughs) 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 There would be like a fan art of what people think Kira looks like. If people would be, it would be like uh, a Thomas Jefferson Miku binder. Welcome to Mortified, the Friendship Quest, a podcast where two long-distance friends bounce media recommendations, all in hopes the other will like it. I'm Aaron. And I'm precisely whatever the amount of lifespan I fucking wasted for no reward watching this program. And this week, we reap what Layla's been sewing for months and watch the first 13 episodes of Death Note. Before we take the chip and eat it, remember you can help (laughs) us on Mortified, the Legitimacy Quest by subscribing to us on YouTube, iTunes, or Spotify signing up for our monthly newsletter through the link in our show notes, or following us on Twitter and Tumblr, at MortifiedPod. Layla, it's time. Oh, yes. Yes. For weeks, months, you months. have been threatening me with the specter of this anime, all in preparation <laughs> so that in our spooky season in October, we can watch the live-action Death Note, and I'll understand what's going on. And here we are. We've watched the 13 episodes, uh, the first 13 episodes of Death Note, plus the episode where, you know, hey, hold on, spoilers for Death Note uh, throughout this podcast, but uh, L dies. We watched that episode, too, which is episode 25. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how are you feeling about, about this? I like to give things a fair shake. You know, I really like to, to like, it, that's why I started going back and watching all the classics like Evangelion. We watched Akira, even though we didn't like it very much. Um, and, you know, like I grew to like Evangelion when we watched Cowboy Bebop. I realized I actually really like Cowboy Bebop. Um, I hate this show. <laughs> this is my third time watching it. And I think I hate it the most now. How are you feeling? So here's the thing. Um, this was the first time I've watched any significant amount of Death Note. Uh, I think the first time I came into contact with it was, like, watching the first two episodes, like, uh, at a friend's house on Adult Swim once when I was in, like, the the fourth grade. Uh, and the second time was, uh, I want to say, a year or two ago. I was like, I should watch Death Note. It's a classic. Uh, and I got to episode three, and I was like, I'm going to fucking kill myself. Light <laughs> makes me so angry uh, that I stopped watching it. Uh, and... Now, you know, uh, I got got through the first 13 episodes. I'm going to be honest. There are parts of it that I really enjoyed. Um, okay. Can't wait to hear about those. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, so you wrote you wrote a very good plot summary. Um, do you do you want to read it? Oh, yeah. No, because I have some secrets at the end of it. Oh, good. Yeah. Layla's got some little <laughs> uh, hidden minefields for me to walk into. So, so we'll look out for that. So said that we watched episodes 1 through 13 and 25. That's not entirely accurate. I also watched episodes 27 and 37, which is oh. the episode where Nier and Mello get introduced and also uh, the final episode of the entire show. And I read mm-hmm. all the summaries. So I come to you, Aaron, with additional context that you did not have to work for. So you're Good. welcome. <laughs> um, Death Note 
is the Joker, but for weebs, in which a nationally ranked Japanese honor student uh, named Light Yagami finds a notebook called the Death Note on his school campus, which is basically a murder notebook. Has a couple rules. You must write the name of the person you're trying to kill in the notebook while picturing their face to prevent literally everyone named Dave from having a real bad day if one of them pisses the wrong nerd off. And you also must specify the cause of death within 40 seconds, else the person dies of a heart attack. There's also some other rules which you get in, like, loading screen tool tips throughout the show. Um, and then you find out a couple of them are fake, written uh, to fuck with humans, which is real fun. Um, Light, who has a real black and white sense of justice, starts murgling criminals globally. The death god, Shinigami, owner of the notebook, Ryuk, comes down to talk shit and eat apples, and he's all out of apples. Uh, once Light kills enough people, a mysterious investigator named L is called to the case. He's a little goblin dweeb whose dental bills must be through the fucking roof, because all he does is eat sugary sweets. The 13 episodes that we watched together are really just a huge back and forth between Light, his cop dad, his cop dad's hot assistant, which actually asterisk because I think he's less hot um, after the time skip uh, for reasons. Uh, <laughs> Ryuk and L until, spoiler alert, as Aaron said, L dies. Um, I don't know a single person who makes it past this point of the show, except I guess me now. Um, and someone I really didn't like in college. Uh, we did watch the episode where Elle dies, and Layla would like to know why she got emotional when Elle was tenderly rubbing Light's feet and saying goodbye, considering she hates the show and everyone in it. Um, the ending of the show is so wild, there are two OVAs that either don't acknowledge it or actively try to retcon parts of it, namely, I think, Mellow and Matt's involvement. Um, and because I love pain, I watched episodes 27 and 37. Uh, they happen after a four-year time skip. Uh, Nier and Mello are L's potential successors who fucking hate each other. Uh, Nier is uh, this, like, kind of L-like figure, but he has white hair. He sits funny. He likes to stack things. That's his thing. He stacks things. Um... And Mello sounds like a weird surfer dude, but he's like this weird goth blonde. Like if uh, uh, Hal Pendragon was going through a hot topic phase in his teen years. Uh, and so Nier goes to join the FBI and CIA and they start a task force and Mello instead goes to join the American Mafia. Um, what ensues is 10 episodes of really painful back and forth. Light's sister gets kidnapped. His dad dies. Like a bunch of shit happens. And um, he recruits another guy who firmly believes that he's God. Um, and basically, the more people Light pulls into this uh, uh, horrible scheme of his, uh, the easier it is to catch him. And at the end, Nier basically makes a fake notebook. And uh, before... <laughs> Light's stupid ass is just like, I won. And then Nier is like, actually, we switched the notebooks and you just confessed. So eat shit. The only good part of the last episodes, which is 15 minutes of monologuing by Nier and Light, is that Matsuda gets to shoot Light a bunch of times. Um, so that is Death Note. Wow. That was a lot. Mm-hmm. Huh. The mafia, though? The American mafia in Los Angeles, yes. The notorious Los Angeles mob, okay. Mm-hmm. Also, the American president has a southern accent, because that's how you know he's American. 
That I mean, that's true. All all Americans have Southern accents, as we all know. Um, huh. Well, I am glad I didn't have to watch any of that because it sounded like dog shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't a fun forty minutes for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds miserable. Um, I don't. I guess we should talk about the characters now. I'm very disoriented after those reveals. I think we should maybe save light for last. We have to, yeah. Okay. Um, so let's talk about Ryuk, who is like the first character who really shows up that the audience, you know, likes, I feel. At least I felt like he was the only first character that I gave a shit about. Um, Ryuk's a Shinigami. He's a, he's a death god. He, you know, has big crow wings. He's got a big scary face, ton of piercings. Uh, always looks like a horrible monster, even when he's just like got a neutral face. Uh and I love him. Love, dude loves apples. He's really, really nice, really funny, always like tries to fuck with light. Uh, Ryuk's great. Yeah, uh, there's a really fun scene that I like where uh, Elle puts a bunch of surveillance cameras in Light's room and Light can't talk to Ryuk. So Ryuk's just like freaking out. He's so bored and he wants apples so bad. But Light is like, so if you eat an apple and the cameras can't see you, there's just going to be a floating apple disappearing which means you have to find all of the cameras. And so Ryuk does, and there's 64 cameras. And then as they're walking down the street, Ryuk's like explaining things to him. He's just turning into a pretzel from his apple withdrawal symptoms. And that was maybe my favorite scene in this entire shit show. Yeah. um, Whereas like basically gets no interesting or humanizing character traits. Like Ryuk is full of them, like very much like, like a little kid who's like, I I need to have apples or I'm going to, you know, turn into a big Ouroboros, which is very funny. Um, and also, like, he's constantly just like, oh, by the way, if anybody touches the the notebook, uh, like when his when Light's sister comes in, he's, he's like, they'll see me. And that's going to be like kind of a hard thing for you to explain, huh, kid? And Light's like, why didn't you tell me this? Like when you first met me and Ryuk's like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> like, he's just a little <laughs> scamp. I love him. Yeah, Ryuk, I mean, drops the notebook into the human world because he's bored. That's the only reason. Ryuk's the only motivation. She's like, I don't really, I don't do my job anyway, so I'm going to go hang out in the human world for a while. He has this great monologue where he's just like, yeah, so every time we write down a person's name, whatever amount of time we take from them, we get. So as long as you're not like slacking off too, too long, you just kind of vibe up there. We've taken up gambling for the most part, which is just really funny. (laughs) It's hysterical to think that the death god realm is just like a bunch of people being like, fucking now what? I don't know. Y'all like origami? Yeah, I guess. That's that's when you take up that, uh, what was the thing I sent you? That uh, five dimensional chess with time travel? That's when you take that up. (laughs) God. Uh, Yeah, Ryuk's great. Um, Let's talk about L slash Ryuzaki. Um, who is another iconic character from this program. Uh, like you said, he's just like a big goblin with weird green hair. Um, he never wears socks or shoes. He's always like sitting hunched up, like with his knees pulled to his chest because it apparently increases his brain capacity by 40% or something wild. Um, I like L. I also like L. Um, I wish he had a better context in which to exist because I do think he's kind of a delight. I, I, ooh, the only thing I struggle with with Al is I'm hoping that the, um, 
show wasn't trying to like intentionally frame him as neurodivergent, but instead just like a weirdo, you know, because Mm -hmm. if they were trying to make him up to be some sort of like neurodivergent genius, it was a really gross depiction. But if he's just like a little goblin freak, he's really funny. (laughs) Like it's, he just sits funky all the time and stares unsettlingly and does incredibly gay shit with light. Like it's, it's really funny. Um, And yeah, I do enjoy him, and I don't know why I got so sad when he was, like, washing Light's feet, which I'm going to need you to explain the allegorical context of that to me later. Um, But he said, uh, you and I will be parting ways soon, and I genuinely teared up. I was like, (laughs) what is happening? I hate this show. (laughs) I thought Elle was about to suck his toes, so I was very upset. (laughs) I wouldn't put it past any of any of whatever we just watched mm-hmm. um let's talk about not just light's dad but light's family though his dad is like the most prevalent i would like you to just read the bullet point you wrote light's dad is uh i don't know a cop yep <laughs> that's all he does really is he does cop stuff and is like ah i don't understand why there's a person psychically murdering people everywhere i don't know what to do hi my weird son <laughs> Hello, my weird son, who has suddenly gotten more reclusive than he was before <laughs> as the murders started happening. Well, he does, to be, in his credit, he does think that Light is just constantly cranking it, so. That, it's true, Light does set a That's very elaborate. Very <laughs> elaborate ruse to make sure that he thinks when, when the cameras are installed in his room, that the reason he's being such a weirdo who never, you know, lets anybody in his room is that because he's looking at pornographic magazines in the most normal way possible which is like a teen girl flipping through a yearbook and marking out her enemies which is to say you know uh belly down legs up sort of flipping through idly and then he makes the comment um man these are these covers are always so misleading (laughs) like Bro. (laughs) Even funnier is the fact that, like, he goes to buy this magazine, but he already had three of them in, like, a hiding (laughs) spot. I'm like, how deeply were you anticipating this exact scenario, you little freak? What is happening? (sighs) Anyway, yeah. uh, Light's dad, who is apparently one of the best investigators in Japan, um, has no idea that his son is a turbo serial killer and is completely normal about everything except for there is one time where he does drive to a movie station uh he crashes his car into um like a like a television station because they're broadcasting messages from a secret second uh you know death note killer um he gets to the the station executives and pulls a gun on them and he's like give me those recordings right now or i'll kill you all and i was like oh that's where light gets it from yeah 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 um which there end up being four kiras i hate this show so much yeah four kiras so uh, which is light uh misa that third guy that dies and then a fourth guy that dies great good um uh, so light's mom sucks i really want to point out that she sucks um because let's break that down because i didn't really care much i didn't really get why anything from her honestly um well he comes home like the first time we see her and she doesn't even greet him she puts her hands out for the test results of the test he just took ah yeah uh she also she does that shit all the time he basically gets to like she like lets him just be locked in his room and study all the time 
And I think a show that was maybe a little bit more interested in Light as a character and not Light as um, a Mary Sue, which we'll also talk about later, um, might have connected his isolation from his peers and his constant focus on academia, which can be very black or white, especially in the narratives that academics construct for history. Um you know, you could see that, like, with his dad being a cop and him not having a lot of, like, exposure to the, like, messy morality of the world outside of his room. Like, yeah, you could very quickly uh, think that you would know better and you could do a better job and, and go kind of crazy. But uh, the show is not like that. It's bizarre. Uh, his mother is just like... It, like, especially after the time skip in the in that one episode I watched, like, she's so dismissive of the Kira case. Like, thousands of people are dying. And, like, her family is sitting around. Her son is now the lead investigator because the dad uh, died. And she's like, oh, are you still going on about that Kira stuff? Yes! Yeah, mom, he, like, fucking killed dad. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> There's a magic notebook killing people. They're going to keep talking about it. Um, also, shout out to Sayu, Sayu Supremacy. Um, she's like she's sister. Great. I think she's very funny. Um, mm-hmm. and also the reason I think uh, Light's dad's assistant Matsuda is a little bit less hot after the time skip is because Sayu is like, I guess she'll be like seventeen or eighteen. What after the time skip is four years, and he does hit on her, and he's like thirty. So Matsuda, no. Coca-Cola. But points for Sayu. Sayu's like, you know, Matsuda, if you were a little younger, I would date you. <laughs> <laughs> Get his ass. So, yeah, Sayu Supremacy, I love her to death. Um, but, yeah, everyone else kind of... Uh, Matsuda pre-time skip is great. Post-time skip, yeah. no. Mm, not so much. Um, you have said that Misa is one of your favorite characters in Death Note. Do you want to unpack that? Did I? I thought you said earlier that, yeah, you liked her quite a lot. Oh, I lied. Um, I, think she's, <laughs> <laughs> I think she's fine. Um, I don't like the way the narrative treats her, but I, I don't think that's... No. A uncommon thought for me yeah i mean listen we're talking about fucking japanese media from the year 2007 like women are just constantly getting shafted um misa's a, a cool you know a goth gf um you know she has a bunch of weird catholic paintings in her room which i thought was really fun um and like she is a model naturally but like her whole at least from what we saw she she only shows up for a couple episodes in in the episodes that we watched but like her whole thing is that she is like madly in love with kira um and also she receives her own death note um from a shinigami that happened to fall in love with her and prevent her murder um and then another shinigami falls in love with her and prevents her murder so Misa's very strange um the way that they treat her i think she could have been a cool character if like it was like okay there's another person with the death note and like they they have an ability that light doesn't which is the shinigami eyes which i you know i'm glad that i watched that bit because i did not know what that um internet extension was a reference to before uh, until now so that's nice um yeah uh misa deserved better uh i i think the end credits of the last episode do imply she kills herself. Cool. Um, Fucking awesome. <laughs> because the last we see of her is staring off blankly into the distance on the very edge of a building. <sighs> um, cool. Yeah. Good. Uh, she also, like, the, the episode that I watched, her and Light are, like, living together, and 
White is running the investigation out of their apartment and she does come up in like a very skimpy nighty to, to tell him I'm a good girl and gonna get, go to bed by myself now. Um, what don't, the fuck? Didn't love that. Uh, yeah. I mean, which like, didn't love that in the sense of, nah, I don't know, I'm not even gonna get into it, but like, <laughs> just, there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack and I'm not willing to do it. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, it just sucks. Because she could have been interesting, but she's so in love with light, and light is is the show is so misogynistic that it's gay. Yeah, yeah, it's the worst. Um, uh, justice for Misa. Um, and then Misa's Shinigami Rem. Um, she's got a cool design. She looks like a cool mummy. I like that all the Shinigami look like uh fun Halloween rock stars. <laughs> That's exactly right. They look like, it's just like a cool J-pop band. It's really fun. Um, but I love Rem because uh, she, yeah, she does fall in love with Misa. And uh, basically at one point Light walks up to Ryuzaki and he's like, hmm. Gee, Ryuzaki, I guess we couldn't arrest the second Kira, could we? And Ryuzaki's like, no, we probably have to fucking kill him actually. And Rem is like, fuck you, what? <laughs> and she realizes that... Um, Light's whole plan is either Misa dies or Rem steps in to save Misa by killing Ryuzaki and therefore will turn to dust. So she also sacrifices herself um, for Misa. And in your notes, Aaron, you wrote, why won't she just kill Light? Because if she kills Light, Misa will be sad. Yes, thank you for for pointing that out. Because I was genuinely just like, why... You're a death god. You can just kill light whenever you want. Um, but yes, like like we were mentioning earlier, she is in love with Misa, uh, so she will not allow Misa to come to harm. Uh, so when she kills Ryuzaki to prevent uh, Misa from dying, she dies. Um, again, there are a lot of wasted characters. Like there is an investigator's wife who shows up for a couple episodes before Light kills her, uh, and like she's really interesting and cool, and like has a motivation to to track down Kira. Um, and then like, he just like magically figures out, you know, her name and, you know, is able to, to get her. And it's just like, God, it sucks. It's, it's such a pain in the ass. <laughs> Which, pew, 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 while we're talking about Naomi, um, I would like to issue this broadcast on national Japanese television in order to figure out where the serial killer is, which is fuck Ray Pember, actually. Um, he, I remembered him being cool. He's not cool. He's a horrible misogynist. And, uh, I did not care that he died. Yeah, no, Ray Pember sucks uh, because he's like, oh, I know that you used to be the best investigative, you know, uh, agent in the United States FBI, uh, but now we're we're not doing that anymore. We're just here. Uh, very, very contrived plot, but I am, you know, Ray Pember sucked. The line that he said that really got me was when she was like giving him hints for the Kira case. She's like, wait, but I think I have an idea. He's like, no, you're not going to, we're not doing this anymore. You've retired. And now I want you to think of a life where we have a bunch of little kids running around. And I was like, you piece of shit, actually. He's like, yeah, once, once we have children, you won't have time to think about all this kind of stuff. It's like, bro, shut the fuck up. And she's a better (laughs) investigator than you, you fucking asshole. He literally following light around and falls for the, falls with this teenager being like actually my daddy's a cop and i need to know your real name for reasons mm-hmm. yeah each dumb fucking asshole anyway so these a lot of these characters are great and deserve better but some of them sucked ass like ray pember <laughs> yeah so uh that was our our ray pember fucking sucks broadcast and i think that leaves our uh god of the new world kira l number two 
Light. <sighs> Light Yagami is one of my least favorite characters in all of media. Mm-hmm. Um, where to begin with, with Light Yagami? Um, so like you said, he's an honors student. He's, he's like literally the smartest kid in Japan. Like he gets number one in all the national tests. Um, he, you know, he receives a, a death note, no, you know, a magical notebook that allows him to enact his will on people. Not only does it allow them, him to kill them, but before he kills them, he can control them and, you know, send messages and, and do all sorts of wild shit. Um, he's also very unrealistic because like we've been hinting at, uh, he doesn't know fucking anything about how normal people work. Uh, and yet... Also, he is mysteriously very popular. Uh, you know, he's able to call up, you know, girls from whenever uh, and just be like, hey, do you want to go on a date? Because there's a, you know, when he was trying to get Ray Pember to follow him, he calls this girl and has this her go on a fake date with him. Um, and like she, the, the girl says like, oh, I'm so excited to have you all to myself. It's like, are you, ma'am? Have you met Mr. Yagami before? <laughs> Because I wouldn't want to fucking spend the whole day at Disney World with him. That's for goddamn sure. Yeah, this petty gay Redditor is uh, not a fun and good time. Uh, And, like, he is so... Everything he does is so contrived and so stupid. Literally, if he would just shut the fuck up for a second and not be a reactive scumbag whose hubris literally unravels his plans multiple times. Bitch, just sit on the internet. People are bringing you tips. What are you doing? Why do you need to look at any... Why do you need to seek out any criminals for yourself at this point? You just... You just go down the fucking tip line you've established that's coming in globally, and that's it. Like... Write a bunch of names in your notebook, go about your life. What are you fucking doing? He's so... Literally, he he gets caught at the end in, in no small part because he declares victory in front of the people investigating him before he finds out that his notebook got faked. Fucking idiot. He is so painful to watch. There's you know, The worst part of this whole show for me is, like, anytime him and Ryuzaki are trying to, like, outgame each other because it's just so much internal narration... It drives me bonkers. The tennis match. So, Light and L go to college together. Um, L, you know, pretends to be a college student, and Light graduates high school, and they end up being roommates for like one episode. <laughs> and um, in order to, you know, Light during the ceremony, L tells Kira that he th- or Light that he thinks he's the murderer, Kira, and. So L's very, like, paranoid about, or Light's very paranoid about that, and to, you know, they have this ch- this tennis match, which is supposed to, you know, be them playing psychological mind games to figure out, you know, whether or not they're actually who they say they are, because Kira thinks he's L, and, you know, or Light thinks L is L, mm-hmm. and L thinks Light is Kira, who he is, and there's this whole fucking long sequence with them just like blasting these tennis ball and also they're both like tennis stars like light was like the you know like the second best junior 
tennis player in in japan when he was in the fourth grade or whatever um and l used to like you know he went to wimbledon or some shit like it's really incredibly contrived she's like oh by the way i have this whole new skill set that i just you know have and you know i haven't played tennis in a long time but i'm also playing at like a grandmaster level and you know this whole time they're just like okay well if l thinks that i'm kira kira hates to lose so because kira hates to lose i have to make sure that i don't that i don't get upset if i lose but maybe that's what he wants me to think and if that's the case then i have to win and then it's just like this constant internal monologue that is just bonkers um i think this happens again one of one of the most egregious examples of this is like when there's that you know when his light's dad drives the car into the hospital and like you know because other officers had gone there and like had been seen and then died immediately and l makes the deduction immediately that there is a second kira like and also that he has extra good superpowers and it drives me up a wall it's just like this show is making so many leaps of logic that are just like this does this doesn't play take place in the real world as much as you want it to it takes place in a fantasy world where everyone's like oh yeah somebody's just like psychically killing people that's normal and reasonable yeah it's like (sighs) light's whole thing is just very much like hi my name is light darkness dementia raven yagami and i have medium length brown hair with well no streaks i guess and uh red eyes like the blood of my enemies and a lot of people tell me that i look like a j-pop stars and if you don't know anything about j-pop you get the hell out of here and it's just so I hate him, you know? <laughs> he's just he's the worst Mary Sue and he's so boring and none of his shirts fit and I fucking hate him. He sucks. Um So let's God. Let's just talk about some of the weird parts about this program because like we we just talked about how like everyone's pretty okay with, with Kira having supernatural powers. Um and that that I find that very frustrating. Um, I think your note <laughs> is extremely relevant and important. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, about the fact that, like, so every time there's, like, a news broadcast in the show, it's like, four murders have been reported in the Shibuya area. Like, it's, just, it's like, so much murder, and that's not what the news is anymore. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, it is September 20th, 2021 right now. We just got past a whole week of Nicki, Min- Nicki Minaj's cousin's balls. Yeah, like, you know, there is a perception that japanese people are like more erudite and think about more intellectual things than americans but um guarantee you that the news is not all like wow there's a bunch of weird murders like it's god if there were four murders a day in shibuya nobody would go to shibuya yeah like that's a lot of murders that's a lot of murders and japan is not the murder capital of the world yeah it's uh it, it's very frustrating but like one thing I thought I think is interesting is the way that the internet is deployed, like the way that like light is so dependent on the news broadcasts in this in this series because like you know, it takes place in 2007, I believe, or maybe 2006, but like I believe it starts in 2003 and then time skips to 7. Oh, okay. That that makes even more sense because like like light uses the internet a little bit, but I think the internet from, you know, 2003 is so much different from the internet now. That, like, I think that if we were to, you know, reboot Death Note, right, like, we would have to change so much about it 
I mean, Don't listen, we're not that. going to. Don't speak that into the world. Don't <laughs> we do wouldn't it. do that. If we have enough money to do that, we will just send all our money to lawyers and like have them, you know, sue whatever studio is making that into oblivion because we want to protect you all because we are the gods of this new world and we're creating a new, <laughs> wonderful, peaceful paradise for you all. But um, <laughs> but like I just I just I cannot stop thinking about the subreddit for Kira what that would be like and just like a bunch of fucking dweebs being like oh yeah this murder happened just now or like somebody posting be like okay so kira contacted me and this is what happened and just like a bunch of lies and like and like people going on a wild conspiracy tangents because the internet is so different from the way it was in 2003 where it was just a bunch of different fragmented websites i think the subreddit for kira would be even wilder than we think it would be because it would be full of like people bringing in like tips on who to murder and then there would be a subsection of people like doxing the tippers and then you would find out like tumblr level nonsense about them like they're grave robbers which is like a real thing that happened on tumblr if you don't remember um or that i don't know they drink uh cow piss for fun or something you know it would just be like wild information about these people who are sending in tips to the kira hotline um there would be like kira buzzfeed personality quizzes like which of kira's victims are you (laughs) 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 there would be like a fan art of what people think kira looks like if people would be it would be like uh uh thomas jefferson miku binder where it would be a lot of people like headcanning kira as not a white person and then people would be like kira is god so of course he's white and then people would be like no they said he's in japan and somebody would come in and go no it will japanese people aren't a monolith and it would just be chaos god oh and then there would be the crazy right-wingers who you know are doing the QAnon conspiracy theories about how kira is about to kill all the pedophiles in the government mm-hmm. and in hollywood yeah any day and, now yeah uh, it's actually good to eat horse dewormer because that protects you from the death note or whatever and then there would be the gamers who would come in and be like, yeah, see, this is why Dream is the only good streamer because he goes by an alias and never shows his face. Kira must have contacted Dream. And <laughs> that would be like that. Ugh. Incomprehensible nonsense. God, I... Mm-hmm. Wow, How this could is... I forget Kira furry porn? I just... I just saw the, I just watched the light go out from your... <laughs> The will to live. I've never seen that. Ever your hair, before. your hair just turned all red, and my <laughs> eyes turned all blue, and like I just had to leave the room. No, I, I've never seen that happen before. You just blinked and stared off into space, uh, and the light was gone. I'm yeah, so sorry. Yeah, you really. Yeah, that, there goes my soul. Uh, oh my god, I've never seen that happen that quickly. Uh, yeah, well, you said three words. <laughs> The three words that kill me instantly, so. Oh, who needs a death note when you could just speculate Yeah, you could just say era? shit. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I just, real quick, I did want to touch on the philosophy of death note because, like, I think that there are, like, the parts of death note that I found very interesting were, like, this, were, like, these bits where they were having this conversation about, like, you know, I, I, there are bits where, like, Kira and, um, light have this you know these these psychological games and despite the endless monologuing i thought some of the mystery bits were quite good and like you know uh light's constant self-rationalizing of like why he's doing this he's like no i'm making this world a good place and i'm only killing bad people or people who get in my way but they're also you know preventing a new world and i think that's 
you know, I think there's interesting bits, but like the fact that the narrative does not frame him as a bad guy um, really hurts it. I think it'd be so much more interesting if everybody was like, yeah, this is just a guy who thinks he's good and he's actually very bad. Um, And like, I looked up all the stuff about, you know, murder rates and the death penalty. And like, at least in America, like, you know, death penalty states almost always have more, you know, like like have higher death rates than the non-death penalty states like if you if you compare them like you know murder rates are much higher in states that have the death penalty so like you know but also i found another study that was like belief in you know punishment divine punishment does lower you know risk of uh you know antisocial behavior so like there is something to kira being like yeah i can make a whole new world um but also like there is it's very dangerous because like we get into that like yeah you should just kill people murderers you know people commit crimes because they're bad and not because of poverty and like that that is the problem with death note is like it's not really digging into the fact that people you know crime is not something that is determined by whether or not a person is inherently good or bad um and like i do wish that this show had like any nuance when it came to light or kira and like his motivations besides the fact that he's like oh well i'm killing people and that's i'm killing bad people and that makes me cool and lots of people on the internet think i'm great and ugh, it's, yeah it's a lot. Well, i think you hit on something interesting in saying that like divine the fear of divine punishment redu- could reduce antisocial behavior i because the thing about light's vision for the world is a world governed by fear and full of people who think exactly like him. Um, because in later episodes, he starts to kind of reveal that it's not even just like the lack of committing crime. It's like not committing crime and also wanting his vision for the world are his qualifiers for for his like brave new world that he's trying to create. Um, but I mean, like, yes, obviously poverty leading cause of crime. But... <sighs> I, I just don't think, and this is like a personal philosophy thing, but I just don't think that not committing crime because you're afraid of punishment makes you a good person. I think not committing crime because of compassion is the thing that makes you a good person. I think I wrote about this in my notes for a little while, actually. Let me see if I can find it. But yeah, uh, so I wrote a little bit about... Um, how Death Note's fundamental flaw is trying to lay out an exploration of justice as applied by a black and white version of good and evil, which is interesting on its own, but it doesn't do nearly enough legwork to establish Light's parameters for good and evil or why he came to see these things this way, especially as the son of a cop. And like you pointed out, like Light's dad rushing in to point a gun at people in a news station, like you can start to see where Light gets his, his reactionary views from. Light's isolation as the top student in Japan, you can kind of see where he gets those reactionary views from being constantly exposed to like the worst news possible. But then on the other hand, it's that thing of like the narrative doesn't commit enough to give him um, a consistent treatment like he's popular with the girls he has he made a really funny note that he had seven friends four of which are women which is deeply unlikely um and uh yeah it's just like you can't explore justice from the point of view of a villain who finds himself god if you can't characterize your villain and then also call him out for being what he is um because the narrative is also very interested in like the back and forth between l and light 
um, in the sense that, like, it's very interested in setting them up as academic rivals, which I don't think... Like, why? I don't. That dimension doesn't make sense to me in the story they're trying to tell. So it's just, I don't know. The whole thing just lacks nuance and forethought and is very much just like the Joker for middle school weebs. Yeah, I, I think that's absolutely right. Um, but yeah, as, as we as we begin to close out the episode, I mean, like, do you think that your, your question in, in, in our outline is like, is this a good mystery and is it trying to be? Um, and what are your thoughts on that? So I wrote that question down like pretty early on in the in watching when we were like throwing together the outline. Uh, I actually no longer think it's trying to be. Uh, <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I don't think it's trying to be a mystery at all. Uh, it's trying to be like a weird investigative drama, but it's just it lacks, like I just said, and like you said, it lacks a point of view um, other than my name is Light Ebony Darkness Dimension mm-hmm. Raven Yogi. <laughs> yeah, like. I think that this would be a much better anime if it was only like, you know, 10 to 15 episodes long and they cut out all the extra death notes and other weird stuff. And it was just like light trying to, you know, to have fight off L and if they, if they were able to, you know, really focus on the, the battle between light and, and L and like trying to figure out, you know, pitting them against each other and, you know, having them outsmart each other. Um, and not having the police catch on so quickly, I think, would have really helped. Um, like, I think, I think that if they had taken it a little bit slower and, but also cut out a lot of unnecessary stuff, it would have actually been like kind of a good anime. Um, because the premise is good. I think the premise of like uh, a weird, you know, sociopath high school kid finding a notebook that can kill anyone in the world um, is an interesting concept, and like you know, people trying to figure out how to stop him. That, that's interesting. It's just executed so poorly. Um, because of various reasons that we've discussed and um yeah just wish that they had uh you know done a better job i guess i wish they'd done a better job i wish their clothes fit justice for all the girls uh and it did make me crave potato chips god i yeah we all i wanted a salt and pepper kettle chip so fucking bad for like an hour after watching that episode somehow <laughs> great uh that's good audience i think you've all earned uh, a bag of potato chips after listening to this unhinged episode um about an unhinged show which uh is not the last you'll hear of this unhinged franchise uh because a month from today we will be talking about the Netflix 2018 live action Death Note adaptation, which is I've seen and am obsessed with. Uh, it is a disaster, <laughs> and uh, Lakeith Stanfield deserves better. Great. And is doing better, thankfully. He's the only one who had fun in that movie, and uh, I, we stand a king. Um, and we will also be listening to the soundtrack to the Death Note musical, which has a few bops which is weird uh for me to admit because i again am not a fan of this franchise but yeah so get ready for that that was why we put ourselves through this uh, i am about to make aaron watch the trailer just to prime us good um so yeah uh thank you for being here we apologize that it's a little late but it's fine yep it'll be fine if you had so much fun listening to our wild rant about death note that you cannot get enough of our brands uh Layla, where can people find us on the internet for more great content? 
I'm at L-E-Y-L-S-E-S on Twitter and Tumblr. Uh, I write essays. I will draw again eventually once I'm not burnt out anymore. Aaron, what about you? Uh, you can find me on the internet at Aaron SXL, uh, where I talk about uh, tabletop RPGs and uh, public health. And um, you can listen to the other podcasts I do at The Bible Boys. Um, our theme song is Obsolete by Keshko from the album Filmmaker's Reference Kit Volume 2. You can find more of their music at keshko.bandcamp.com. Layla, oh, as we send our listeners off into this great new world that we've created, what, what words should we leave them with? Well, Aaron, I do have to think about them as I write equations with my right hand, and then I will write names with my left, and then I take a potato chip and eat it! We'll see you all next week. <laughs> Bye.